Ladies and gentlemen, glad to have you with us on Tuesday, April the 3rd. Incredible how this year is passing by, but thank you for joining us. Thank you for making us the number one listen to health uh, internet radio station here in Florida. We are really happy to be here every week, and uh, we are grateful. And as we uh, always tell you, we do have an attitude of gratitude because we know gratitude improves our quality of life. It is an antidote for negative emotions like depression, like anger, and like anxiety. So we're very fortunate to have you here in today's show. Uh, topic uh, was is being brought to you by Dr. Jerry Smith, uh, the, an author of a book on pain, and we'll talk more about that. But before we get going, we have to keep people happy and tell you that this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program, you are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. That being said, I want to uh, thank you for listening again and introduce you to our co-host, Dr. Jerry Smith. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm not in pain, so that's the good news. <laughs> well, I, when I had my pain center, I would say, you know, if you... Uh, yeah, you'll get you'll get some pain when you get my bill, but that's, that was about it. And Dr. Dan, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry. And uh, um, I'm the only pain that's on the radio today. <laughs> there we go. I'll I'll be the pain. How's that? Uh, well. Yeah. We're going to have an interesting discussion today because Dr. Jerry has prepared a lot of good information for you. And as I said, he did author a book, and he'll tell you more how to get that book. Uh, I had lost mine a bit because I had a uh, hacking of my computer, but uh, I got it back today of all days. And uh, I was able just to breeze through it. It's a pretty long book, lots of testimonials. Uh, Maybe if we get enough callers, maybe he'll even give one away. We'll see. Okay, uh, before we get going, you know, we, we don't have a lot uh, to discuss. I just get a lot of, uh, to get a lot of good feedback uh, from the detox program we did last week, uh, you know, and uh, I'm glad you're just intermittent fasting. If you do that, increase your quality of good water, okay, and uh, some simple things like we talked about. And getting your meat off the seat and get get out there and moving, really important for detox. And anyway, that was episode 251. We're on episode 252 today, ladies and gentlemen. Just incredible. So today we're going to talk about pain, and Dr. Jerry's going to uh, introduce the subject and give you some diagnoses uh, uh, that physicians use to... uh, Talk about pain, but I wanted to just throw one thing out in the beginning because it's happening here in my uh, my my studio now has a very high frequency uh, transmission. That's for four G or five G, and then I'm, I'm I just want us all and myself in particular, you know, to be concerned about these new wavelengths because uh, Dr. Ben Ashai of Hebrew University Israel explained in an article that I read that our sweat ducts 
act like an array of helical antennas when exposed to these wavelengths, meaning that we become conductive ourselves. So he points to a recent study in New York, which which experimented with 60 gigahertz waves, and they stated that the analysis of penetration depth shows that more than 90% of the transmitted power is absorbed into the dermis and epidermis. And why do I bring this up? Because you know, he, he says that we might be looking forward to the possibility of a lot of different skin diseases, cancer, as well as physical pain in our skin. So, uh, you know, we do have to be con- uh, conscious of the new technologies. We do have to shut off our wireless at night, shut off a bri- uh, breaker if you have one, uh, you know, to your bedroom. So with that, Dr. Jerry, good afternoon, sir, and uh, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. You know, it's really disheartening. Uh, When I did my research, you know, all this opioid uh, abuse and these uh, rampant deaths that are occurring, it all boils down to the educational system. You know, most physicians, they're clueless when it comes to treating chronic pain. And, And the reason why they're clueless is that I was just looking at the educational system, uh, it's it just out of control. You know, if you're a veterinarian, you get five times as many educational hours in training on how to address pain than if you're a medical student. Five times more as a veterinarian. I mean, the programs are so um, devoid of of education to these young doctors. So when they're faced with these chronic pain patients, What's the only armamentarian uh, that they have? Drugs. You know, this is the the short end of the deal. And the poor patient, you know, they're not given any alternatives, you know, whether it be chiropractic or massage or acupuncture. You know, they're just, here's a drug, go home, and hopefully it'll disappear in a week or two. So do you agree with me, Ron, that the educational system seems to be like the core, the real problem here? Well, it is the core because uh, it is a drug oriented education uh, by the big pharmaceutical companies. And so they're the new, new uh, physicians are taught to diagnose a set of symptoms and to treat it with this or that drug. They're never taught the alternatives. They're not taught anything about nutrition. They don't know a, a good carb from a bad carb. They, you know, amino acids and, and they, they don't, they know nothing about it. So I do agree with you. Yeah, and the other frustrating uh, aspect of, of the educational system is like, I'll just give you one example, Michigan State University. So they were taken to task because Congress and the health officials are criticizing the medical schools for failing to teach the doctors about pain management. So what did they do to came up with this system, systemized uh, approach to pain management, which includes informed consent for opioid treatment. What the hell's that got to do with diagnosing hmm. the underlying problem? Mandatory periodic visits for chronic pain. It, it, it's like, it's childish, you know, use of opioid risk tool uh, during initial screening, depression screening. Well, hell, if you're in pain for six months, you'll be depressed too. I mean, it's a no-brainer. So you're going to start giving them psychedelic drugs to, to dumb down their brain so that they don't feel the depression. Use of brief, uh, brief pain inventory to track pain uh, and functional impairment and mandatory drug screens and automatic prescription review. I mean, it's totally so out of the box and ridiculous, it, it's not addressing the underlying problems. And, and yeah. you know, the, the real problem, because I, I met with the head of the department 
of a PCOM, Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. And I said, Dr. Crow, why don't they teach cranial? He said, Jerry, he said, these poor kids are jam full of basic you know, anatomy and physiology and the drugs in the four years. They don't have time to study the real aspects of how the body's working. And, and plus, they don't have a database of knowledge to interpret it. So it's like talking German to someone that only speaks French or English. They can't understand what the heck you're telling them. So, you know, it, it's, it's a maturity process. You know, a good doctor has to be out in the field for eight to ten years before he gets disgruntled and gets his head above water from all the debt that he's in. And then he starts to look around, you know, for answers. I mean, you know, I, I see that. Uh, across the board because I lecture internationally and I see what's going on in the various countries. And once I get, get disgruntled, then they start taking postgraduate courses. And then they start listening about, oh, chiropractic. Oh, uh-huh. you mean if I adjust this bone, th- this can go away? I mean, a perfect example, a good friend of mine came in today. He had pain in his uh, buttocks area, you know, and he went to his chiropractor and, you know, he adjusted them and, and nothing happened. And I checked him out and I said, Mark, your temporal bones are twisted. And, um, you know, I adjusted his cranium and he walked out totally out of pain because the temporal bones and the pelvic bones work together. It's kind of like a slinky. But the average physician, and unfortunately even a lot of the chiropractors don't understand the interrelationships between the skull and the pelvis. And this is true of many different areas. You gotta start defining the underlying cause of the problem. I mean, if you're eating you know, Mickey D's and the four food groups, uh, Taco Bell and, uh, you know, all these fast foods, you become too acidic. Well, when you're too acidic, guess what? Your pain threshold goes way down. So a little splinter will feel like you have an ice pick in you. So, you know, we've got to get back to basics. And, And this is where, you know, the average doctor, if he spends three minutes, you think you've been blessed by the Pope with it. So you have to do your own homework and start to rule out you know, is this a chronic pain issue or is it a uh, an acute pain issue? And I'll run through some of the, you know, the basic uh, components of acute. Uh, you can have an abscess tooth, for example, or you can have a, a necrotic pulp that maybe not show up on an X-ray or a swelling that's causing uh, pain either in your mouth or refer to an organ that it's associated with. Of course, a broken bone or a fracture. You know, it's pretty obvious, but a wound, whiplash-type injury where you're getting micro-trauma and tearing of your muscles and ligaments, a subluxation where a joint is out of alignment or vertebrae, um, infections. Uh, you don't want to have pain and swelling. You could have an infection in a joint or, or tissues, um, a sprained, uh, you know, muscle or ligaments, uh, an embolus uh, that's, you know, causing severe pain, toxic bowel. I mean... I read a wonderful article, it's called Intestinal Toxemia. It was written by a fourth-year chiropractic student in 1979. He went through 100 years of the medical literature. And a toxic bowel can cause pretty much anything, arthritis, headaches, depression, palpitations of the heart, insomnia. I mean, you know, we're not looking in the right places for the potential sources of the problems. Um, ingestion of pesticides. I mean, I, I just, you know, had a young boy in 17 years old the other day with um, uh, osteosarcoma. It's a pain or a cancer in the bone and the muscle tissue. 
excuse me, and guess what? He had glyphosate in the area of cancer because I, I tested the actual pathology slide that, that they brought in. So, you know, these little things that your traditional medical doctor has never been exposed to or never would have a thought to even, you know, um, investigate that a pesticide could be trapped in an area or uh, a, a chemical or even a drug from childhood. Uh, you know, nerve entrapment, it's another common uh, issue that, the, you know, chiropractor and osteopaths deal with. Food poisoning, you know, you, you eat rotten food, you get salmonella, you know, between 24 and 81 million cases of foodborne uh, poisoning occur every year in the United States. And you're dealing with like 5, million, 5 billion to 17 billion of medical care costs and loss of productivity. I mean, it's, you know, it's out of, out of control. So all I can tell you people is you have to start to play detective and start looking at what component is causing the pain? Did it happen overnight? Did it come on slowly? Um, you know, is, is there psychological, you know, a disturbance in your life with uh, your work or your family or a friend? I mean, you know, you can have chronic pain from an emotional issue, and if you don't address the emotional issue, you could treat the the so-called physical pain all you want; it'll never go away. So, do you have any? Additions, uh, Dr. Dan or Dr. Ron, uh, you know. Uh, uh, let me just uh, ask Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan, your your microphone was a uh, uh, lot of feedback, so I'm going to put you back on and see how you do. Uh, yeah, I do have. Oh, you some. have it. Yeah, you're on. Uh, I do have. I do agree with what you say, and I I think you know the acute pain. I think you pretty much like you say. You know when you fall and you break your your bone or you hit the bed at night and you you, get, you break your. You know, one of your toe phalanxes, uh, and and that has a that that I think physicians in general heal pretty uh, handle pretty well, except for their overuse of opioids, uh, and that's a that's a whole show in itself. So they did overuse the opioids for uh, things that could be have been treated maybe with a nerve block, an intercostal nerve block, or a phalangeal nerve block, whatever. But I think generally acute pain is handled pretty well. I think where physicians in general get in trouble is when pain lasts more than six weeks or so. Because, as Dr. Jerry said, they're not taught to get to the root cause. So uh, one thing that I found that was really disheartening was that a person had pain for a year, and they said, you know, I must be crazy. Everybody tells me I'm crazy because they said they can't find anything. Well, they didn't look, like Dr. Jerry said, they didn't look in the right places. And yes, there is a psychological component to pain. And I have often used the uh, analogy of my son uh, being reprimanded and sent to his room. And as he's running up the stairs, he hits his knee and cries out with pain. And he experienced pain. Now we just go two days forward and his buddy says, Ron, let's go play ball. He says, Dad, i got to go upstairs and get my, my glove. He goes up the stairs, hit his same knee on the same banister rung, but kept on trucking. Well, and as you see, the same pains at, on both occasions, but the psychological uh, uh, time in his life was different. One, he's being punished. One, he's going out and have fun. So uh, with that, just with those two things, Jerry, I do agree with what you said. And 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 then it, as as, you know, chronic pain can be just perpetuated by a bad diet too and and our young doctors don't talk about that well they don't 
make the association that you know eating uh, acidic foods like the you know the processed the flours and the white sugar and and the salt it lowers your your pH and and that's so darn basic you know uh, most chronic pain patients have an acid pH below 6.5 and if you don't address that issue, you can take all the medications you want. And and taking more medications actually makes you even more acidic. So it just it keeps exacerbating. And God forbid you're in the hospital and they're feeding you all this processed foods with the jello, with the white bread, with the mashed potatoes and all. You know, they're just exacerbating your, your underlying problem. And then they have to keep upping the meds. Exactly right. I mean, and that's why one of my foods to avoid was soy milk. Because of the acidic acid in it, Jerry said it, it helps make you acidic. Most people, plus the endocrine effects. And I was going to mention uh, about diet is the Solanaceae family. They're the nightshade vegetables that they're called because they grow at night. That's tomatoes, potatoes, they plant and peppers. And, and if you have a lot of, if you have chronic pain, doesn't always solve the problem. But that's something you might want to avoid from your diet: tomatoes, potatoes, eggplant, peppers. Okay, uh, of course, alcohol and, and gluten, needless to say, and as Dr. Jerry said, refined sugar. It alters your microbiome, but it, 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 it promotes leaky gut, and uh, it's a horrible food, a really horrible food. Of course, the processed foods, incredible, yeah. over 50% of our diet, crazy. Yeah. yeah, especially like the nightshades, like you said, the tomatoes, you know, the more vitamin A you take in, it, it actually... Um, exacerbates pain patterns. So, you know, little simple things like that of avoiding, you know, too much uh, uh, pasta sauce or that type of thing or, you know, pizzas, at least for an initial period until the pain dissipates. Um, what's also interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, is the, the price on the damage for chronic pain uh, on an individual's life. I know there was a group of people me, that were surveyed and 59% reported an impact on their overall enjoyment of life. I mean, when you have chronic pain, how in the heck are you going to enjoy a movie or going to the theater or playing golf? You know, you just like it restricts your, your, your social activities. And 77% reported feeling depressed. Well, you know, there's enough depression just watching the news, uh, let alone, you know, dealing with, you know, chronic pain and then the poor diets and then people telling you we can't find the, the reason for your pain. And, um, you know, you, trouble concentrating, like 70% of the people said because of the pain they couldn't think straight. Well, heck, how can you hold a job when you can't think straight? So then you start losing your, your economic base and then it, it trickles down into the family and now you've got all kinds of constellation problems within the family. And 74% said their energy level was impacted. Well, heck... You know, Han Selye back in 36 said the adrenals don't differentiate between physical pain, emotional pain, chemicals, uh, structural uh, issues. So the adrenals get burned out. And uh, that that's a major issue that, you know, doctors don't look at hypoadrenia as a problem because it doesn't show up in the blood test. So, you know... They don't have the street smarts, the experience that you and I have and, and Dr. Dan of, you know, being out in practice for, you know, 50 years. You, you know, you can take the books and burn them pretty much because what you see firsthand and if you listen to the patient, they basically telling you what the heck their problem is. You just got to listen to them. So it's fun, you know, once you start to connect the dots because then the patient's have a sigh of relief, you know, like I had a, a fellow come up from Washington, D.C. this morning 
and the poor guys had uh, energy problems and chronic sinus problems. And, you know, of course, one doctor wanted to do sinus surgery, and he says, you know, thanks, but no thanks. And it turns out that he had several concussions from high school sports, college sports, and then he had, you know, whiplash injuries, and all this came out in the medical history. Well, what was interesting, I adjusted his cranium this morning because it was definitely distorted from the traumas that he received in his younger years, and he couldn't believe the difference how his head felt, and he said, do I have TMJ? I said, TMJ, it stands for too much junk. Uh, But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but basically, he had tension in his temporal uh, uh, bone areas in the joints. And I said, yeah, it's no wonder. I said one temporal bone was twisted forward. The other one was twisted back. So your your condyles, your little jaw joints, are being pulled. And uh, after I got done, you know, realigning the, the temporal bones, which I call the door frames, he couldn't believe the difference in the way his jaw felt. It was just so much more relaxed and no tension there and, and minimal to no pain. So you have to start to analyze the structure, the function. <clears throat> you know, uh, do you have an infection in, in the TM joint? You know, is, is there Lyme disease in there uh, or, or there surgical scars? You know, I, I had a woman that has surgical scar with excruciating pain. She had um, shingles the virus in the scar tissue. I mean, who who would ever, they don't teach you that in medical school. You you know, if you're out long enough, you finally wake up and start to see what the heck's really happening. Uh, Viruses, you know, you can have cytomegalovirus. Uh, It's a stealth virus, herpes simplex. You know, when you get a cold sore from being out in the sun too much, it can cause serious pain because of lack of calcium and vitamin D and flax oil or omega-3 oils to keep the calcium in the tissue to keep that virus under control. See, doctors don't look at that aspect of it. You have to know how to control these different viruses because interferon is only going to tear your body apart, and these drugs don't address the issue. So, um, you know, it's one thing after another, but I'm trying to clue you in on some of the big things, heavy metals. You can have a concentration of mercury or cadmium or aluminum or tin uh, or uh, lead in, in tissue causing pain. Um, you can have, uh, you know, chemicals, uh, cleaning solutions, pesticides, you know, and uh, sometimes the combination of the metals and the pesticides and the chemicals just, you know, lower the immune system of the local tissue and it gets too acidic and you got, you know, severe local pain. Uh, you can have reflex pain from an organ uh, or a muscle. So give you an example, the psoas muscle, which is a big muscle attaches to the intervertebral discs on your lower lumbars, relate to the kidney. So if you're having a, a kidney issue or infection of the kidney, <clears throat> you can get a reflex pain into the muscle. Uh, you know, you can have what they call the tensor fasciolata. It's a muscle along the, the side of your femur, your, your leg, and uh, that relates to shoulder issues. Um, you know, so there's t- all kinds of muscle interrelationship to Terry's minor muscle in your shoulder, for example, uh, relates to the thyroid gland. So if you have a low thyroid, you can cause muscle spasms in the shoulder, and then it's, oh, you got a torn rotator cuff right away. But they don't know how to do a differential diagnosis to test these, you know, other components out. Uh, fibromyalgia, <clears throat> big scourge in society. And in my clinical experience, most of the fibromyalgia patients had low thyroids. And when you have a low thyroid, 
the toxic waste products build up in all the cells of the body. That's what the cause for the diffuse pain pattern is all about. There's no magic to it. You get the thyroid working, the cells dump the poisons out, and your pain goes away. I mean, you could take all the, you know, acupuncture, all the massage, all the whatever, but you got to start getting to that root cause of that problem. And unfortunately, the doctors don't think in those terms because they were never educated in that area. I mean, you could have an essential fatty acid deficiency, eating too much popcorn or potato chips, which are high in omega-6s. Omega-6s increase the production of prostaglandin E2, which is a chemical that causes pain and inflammation. So be careful when you're, you know, at the supermarket, start looking at the the ingredients package. And when you start to see cottonseed oil, corn oil, soy oil, you know, you're looking at high omega-6s and you're going to be in trouble. Root canal teeth. Let me tell you, people, these are the source of more darn uh, pain and, and problems like you can imagine. It's a dead organ, and a dead organ creates inflammation. When you have inflammation, the viruses, the fungi, the bacteria migrate to that area, and then they start to dissipate through the bone and then get picked up by the lymphatic system, taken to your thyroid, your thymus, your heart, and your breast down to the prostate. So literally, you can have a swollen prostate coming from an infected root canal tooth in your mouth. And, and the average physician and, and, and even most dentists will never make that connection. Uh, you can have hormone imbalances. You know, with all this bisphenol A from these plastics that we're drinking these liquids out of, you get a high estrogen. And that is, you know, indicative of pain issues. Um, you know, poor sleep. I mean, you know, uh, turn the Wi-Fi. Dr. Ron mentioned turn the Wi-Fi off, turn the electricity off, because it affects your melatonin. And when the melatonin is low, you don't sleep too well. When you don't sleep too well, the electrical conductivity of the cell membrane goes down, and the viruses go inside the cell, and they can't get out. So that's why, you know, people who don't get much sleep, you know, under seven hours of sleep, usually are chronically ill. Another biggie is magnesium deficiency. 80% of the population of Americans are deficient in magnesium. You know, they think a salad is iceberg lettuce, a cucumber, and a radish, and maybe a half a tomato. That's not what it's all about. You've got to get dark green leafy vegetables, kale, collard greens, celery, cilantro. So anything dark green has magnesium in it. And it, it's involved in 73% of the enzymatic reactions of the whole body. So lacking magnesium affects your sleep, your muscle function, um, your heart. You know, that's what keeps the, the coronary blood vessels dilated so you don't get a blood clot in there. Uh, also, painkillers, you know, people that are chronically uh, in pain, over a period of time, the drugs that are being prescribed actually make the pain worse because the body adapts or becomes accustomed to that. So the effectiveness wears off, and then the patients typically report getting only about 30% relief. So they start going to heavier drugs. So I just give you kind of like a Cliff Notes version of some of the you know issues that uh, can cause chronic pain, bulge and herniated discs, for example. 80% are caused by protein deficiencies. So little things like that. Uh, drugs cause toxic bowel, candida, other pathogens. You know, all this uh, uh, glyphosate, it's an antibiotic. It causes leaky gut. 
drinking all this soda pop with the corn syrup just rips up your gut. And say drugs, you know, ibuprofen, aspirin, Tylenol, it just tears up your gut. So you kind of have to start to look at what your what your lifestyle is, what you're putting into your system, because if you don't focus on these items, you'll never get to the root cause of your problem. So I know Dr. Dan or Dr. Ron, you have any additions? Maybe I, I missed a few little areas here and there. Uh, no, Dr. Jerry, you did an excellent job. And, and I think uh, what our listeners, from my perspective, have to take out of this is that, you know, if you have, uh, you know, you, you slice your arm and have a laceration and it's painful, that's one thing, okay? Uh, if you have a, an issue that lasts more than three to six weeks, uh, I think then you have to take into account everything that Dr. Jerry said. Uh, especially if you have a back problem, you know, and, and most people have bulging discs when you do MRIs. It's probably 80% of you. If you uh, MRI, took an MRI, if anybody over 50 walking down the street did the first 100 people, 80 of them would have bulging discs, and, and, and most of them would not even know they had it and have no problem playing golf or whatever. Uh, so my point is if you have a you – know, you have back pain, uh, for instance, and your your physician says you have a bulging disc and you need A, B, C, D. Well, you know, you might all, also want to, to uh, investigate your, your thyroid, your, your your heavy metal status. Have you done a detox, tox lately? Have you been, you know, physically active? I think the everything Dr. Jerry said is really important in getting to the cause of the pain. Have you been, you know, spraying your garden with a lot of uh, Roundup glyphosate, okay? Those are the things that he talked about that you have to take into opinion. In my, in my opinion, when you have chronic pain, pretty pretty much on Jerry, or how, did I misinterpret yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the fun of it is it becomes a game, and you know people are smart enough that they can play detective. And um, and then you know you, today we have the internet, so you have the world at your fingertips, and you could look up you know, chiropractic and osteopathic concepts, information, basic information, so that you can have some an intelligent conversation when you go into the doctor. Don't jump at the first thing that they throw at you. And, um, you know, you just sit back and say, well, let me digest it, and then I'll get back to you. <clears throat> There's, you know, this um, uh, vibrational medicine. It, it, it's, I think it's going to explode on the scene in the next 10 to 15 years because it, it's very effective. You know, um, you have this Bioptron unit, which is pretty darn incredible. Uh, It's basically synthetic sunlight. And when I was in Italy, um, I I had a machine actually shipped in from the uh, Italian distributor. And the head of the actual conference was an 83-year-old gentleman who was actually legally blind because of uh, severe cataract. And I did 20 minutes with the Bioptron on his eyes and he started crying because he said I could see the stripes on your shirt I couldn't see that before and one 20 minute treatment non-invasive it's just miraculous this the basic therapies uh, to therapy uh, I just I think I sent you Dr. Ron the article uh, of a woman who basically was given up uh, 
you know, and given two weeks to live with a breast cancer that spread to her spleen and her liver, and then four weeks with with one twenty minute treatment a day, the cancer totally disappeared. I mean, this is unheard of in the medical community, and and they'll dismiss this stuff as uh, yeah, well, it's not uh, double blind, it's not controlled studies, and yada yada yada. Give me a break. You know, it's like being pregnant. You're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. The cancer's either there or it's not there. You know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure it out. I mean, even a good massage, <clears throat> you know, um, you know, having someone uh, rub down the, the tissues to get the toxins the heck out of the, the lymphatics uh, and the soft tissue and the interstitial tissues there, uh, good, a good acupuncturist that really knows what they're doing can work wonders. I mean, uh, I had a, a severe problem uh, with a finger and I had this acupuncturist, you know, work on, you know, like about six points and the pain like disappeared. So if you find somebody that knows what they're doing, like a good car mechanic, you know, they listen to your car. Oh, I know what your problem is. You remember the Clatcher brothers? They're from Boston. <laughs> These guys, they, they, I mean, they would laugh at some of the, the things that went on. That, but they could listen and they knew their cars, and they can get right to cut to the chase. You know, a good physical therapist, somebody can, you know, not only just, you know, fake and bake, so to speak. Uh, get to the root cause of a muscle imbalance. I mean, these are, you know, God sense if you find somebody that really knows what they're doing. Uh, I think, and, and a good chiropractor. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Or an about either one. And exactly. the cryotherapy that, you know, your, your, your son is doing is miraculous therapy because it's non-invasive. And, you know, the results are, like you've said in the past, uh, you know, conferences here that people walk in in pain and they walk out out of pain. Well, and uh, and you didn't know it, but next week he's going to be a guest on our program because of the, the the cryo uh, sauna has been so good for the the uh, local uh, baseball teams and for the mixed martial arts, uh, and it's only three minutes. You know, let, let's just take a take a quick minute, and why don't you hear what Doctor Ron says on the radio? And uh, he will be here next week uh, to talk to, about pain also and how the cryo sauna is, is, is making people just feel great. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryo Spa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryo Spa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That was Dr. Ron, and you'll hear more about this uh, modality next week that uh, Jerry was uh, kind enough to bring up, bring about. But it is, you know, it is part of the the armamentarium, part of the 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 the, the uh, arrows in your in your 
whatever you carry that it's part it is gives you more options to treat more op, more options more non surgical options more non drug options so uh, so i think yeah, i think yeah. Uh, yeah, dr dan i think you wanted to say something yeah yes uh i think you have to watch out for the doctor with a knife in his hand <laughs> you have all these other alternatives for pain which can well, be that's an interesting talking. statement. What they say, never trust uh, old surgeons and young barbers or something like that? <laughs> oh, there's, oh that, that all goes along with that. But I, I always like to say, watch out for the doctor with a knife in his hand. Well, because, you know, it's the unfortunate thing is, you know, if you go to a carpenter, he sees everything uh, being fixed with a hammer and a nail. And a surgeon, exactly. unfortunately, he, that's the only uh, modality that he, he's, uh, you know, Comfortable if you want to go but, to a neurosurgeon, go to a neurologist first, because he doesn't have a knife in his hand, and he can do sure. the neurological workup, and then you can you can make a decision and try to get more than, in my opinion, more than one decision. Of course, uh, you talked about all these pains, and you and you have a lot of this referred pain. Oh, absolutely. Where you said, what was the uh, connection between the temple? And well, the, what was it? yeah, there's a lot the of muscles that have interrelationships. So, like, for example, your temporal bone and your pelvic bone work together. It's like a slinky. And and then there's different okay. muscle interlinks, uh, like the psoas in the kidney, for example, mm. uh, the pancreas and the um, uh, latissimus dorsi muscle, which attaches into your shoulder. So you can have right. a sugar handling problem that's reflexing pain into your shoulder, and you could treat the shoulder till the cows come home. You'll never get results. You've got to be able to dissect it and, and figure out if the pancreas has a problem with inflammation or infection or whatever. There was something else brought up on television this morning. I was listening to a doctor talk about uh, pain in the uh, shoulder and sometimes called rotator cuff, which actually mm-hmm. came people with heart disease. And I said, I never heard that before. Have any of you heard this before? This is something brand new to me this morning. Well, I, I happen and, to be fortunate enough to have studied with uh, uh, the queen of um, myofascial disease, Dr. Janet Travell. And, the, and, okay. and what everybody's talking about has been known. It's just that a lot of young physicians don't know about it. Uh, and the the concept is like when you have a heart attack, uh, you know your heart is in the left upper part of your chest, but you can have pain going down your arm. Okay, so oh, that's yeah. the referred pain. Yeah, that's the I know referred what you're saying, pain. Ron. Yeah, but that's the referred pain. And if you have pain in your, if you have gallstones, you can get pain in your shoulder. So right, I, I think I think the point is when you have chronic pain, you have, you have the physician should have some idea uh, of the myofascial origin of pain and uh, mm-hmm. you know, so because like Dr. Jerry said certain muscles not only refer pain to different areas that, you know, that are not anatomically connected but they can be associated with uh, endocrine problems okay mm-hmm. so uh, that, that's why this, the, you know, it's really important yeah, to go to a physician a, that, that has a few years under his belt this was a different situation where they you know it, it, it actually felt like the first time I ever heard it, so I I have to look into it more, where you have the pain in the shoulder and they say, well, you, you have a rotator cuff and so forth, and it's got to do with the heart. I never heard of it before. Well, well, we, well that, that, sounds, that sounds to me like a Morgan and Morgan moment. 
Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, a lot of the heart problems have an underlying hypothyroid problem. So, you know, the hypothyroid relates to Terry's minor, which is right there with the rotator cuff. So, you know, I could see that potential connection. Um, You know, it's just, uh, it's amazing. You know, the more you study and you have to study, you know, dig lateral holes into chiropractic, into osteopathic, into physical therapy, because you can't just keep digging a hole deeper looking for that magic, you know, adjustment, the magic pill, the magic whatever drug. It doesn't exist. Right. Yeah, and I think it, I yeah, it goes back yeah. to, to to our holistic approach about things. Holding W H O L E. You have to yeah, think of the right. whole picture. Well, that's why I I got frustrated and I wrote that book, Alternative Treatments for Conquering Chronic Pain, because. You know, so many people, unfortunately, you know, get bounced around from one specialist to the other specialist, and then they get the interaction of the drugs, which are worse than the original problem to begin with. And so, you know, my book discusses, you know, the chiropractic and uh, physical therapy issues and nutritional issues and dental issues and structural interrelationships with the bite. So it wakes people up because it, if you got a problem, you better, you know, do your homework and, and you know, dig out some of the information so you can intelligently discuss and, and uh, you know, hold off on some invasive procedures. I mean, what was funny, uh, years ago I had a, a dentist from Chicago taking my class, and he was scheduled for exploratory surgery of his shoulder uh, for pain. And when I took him as an example in the course and showed him that he had a, a weak thyroid and that the the Terry's minor muscles related to it, I put him on desiccated thyroid. It wasn't a prescription. It was standard processed thyrotrophin, which has no hormone in it. And the next day he came in, and I said, uh, how's your shoulder doing? He said, the pain's all gone. I said, you're going to get that exploratory surgery? He said, I don't think so. <laughs> so, yeah, we see it firsthand all the time, and it's exciting. And, um, you know, the key is let me just throw in some uh, non-invasive alternative things such as like protolytic enzymes um, you know they they metabolize protein and studies show that they reduce inflammation and especially the inflammatory marker to c-reactive protein and if you have a blood clot you know or scars the proteolytic enzymes can basically break those things down simple ginger you know you go to a Japanese restaurant and you're getting ginger ginger tea uh, it's a natural anti-inflammatory and it offers great pain relief <clears throat> and this you know uh, with your stomach also it helps curcumin it's the active component of uh, turmeric okay it's primary therapeutic compound and it's a spice and in osteoarthritis they added uh, about 200 milligrams of curcumin a day to treat the, the problem, and they're getting tremendous reduction in pain. Simple stuff. Omega-3 fatty acids and astaxanthine. Again, they help produce the prostaglandins 1s and 3s, which reduce pain and swelling. These are all non-invasive um, probiotics. <clears throat> you know, with all the chemicals in the food and, and the antibiotics and steroids, you're destroying the healthy bacteria in your gut, so you can get all this toxicity, uh, you know, that's permeating through your blood and lymph systems, and then parasites. You know, you can people say, oh, parasites. You only get those in the jungle. Baloney, a third of the population of our own country has parasites, Cryptosporidium and Giardia in the water. Uh, you know, very common type things. Um, 
you know, so putting in a good probiotic helps to reestablish the healthy bacteria. Simple MSM, methyl sulfonylmethane, and sulfur-rich foods like onions, garlic, chives, scallions, cruciferous vegetables, they, they contain amino acids, and it helps to soften scar tissue and improve blood supply to the affected areas and reduce muscle spasms. You know, simple things like that. Uh, Boswellia is also known as Boswellin or Indian frankincense. It's an herb, it's powerful anti-inflammatory. Um, you know, and it's easy to come by these things. Bromelain, which is another, it's in pineapple. It's a protein digesting enzyme and uh, again, anti-inflammatory. So you can get all these wonderful things you know, at your local health food store or grocery store, you know, cayenne uh, pepper is wonderful for alleviating pain and, uh, you know, increasing circulation to areas that are maybe blocked off. Um, you know, you can put it into a tea and give it a little zing or a cream. Uh, the CBD oil we had, you know, previous programs, how wonderful that is. It literally resets the receptors on the cell membranes throughout the whole body. And uh, one of the big things, you have the endocannabinoid system, which is one of the largest uh, systems in the human body. And it helps to inhibit the glutamate, uh, which is a, a neurotransmitter that prolongs neuropathy. So, you know, you don't have to get high. There's no TCBs or THCs in THC. the, in the, uh, in the uh, oil, in the CBD oil. And it's safe. You know, that's the key. you got to start weighing Sometimes you need a drug. I mean, let's face it, you got an arrhythmia of the heart. You need a medication to control it sometimes until you can get things under control. But by and large, a lot of natural remedies out there that will solve your problem. And, and a lot I of did. this, ladies and gentlemen, is something that, you know, we've been talking about. It starts with a good diet, you know, trying to shop around the outside of a supermarket, get rid of the processed foods and the high sugar content, you know, and, and – and then you can supplement different uh, uh, herbs and so forth when you do have a problem. And you, know, and you can try and get rid of the uh, uh, solanacea vegetables. See if it works for you. Well, it may not. You know, give it seven days, and if it works fine. You're ahead of the game. If it doesn't, you really didn't lose anything. Yeah, and uh, Dr. Ron had an interesting patient years ago. She uh, stopped gluten for a two-week period. She said every one of her arthritic joints the pain totally resolved in two weeks yeah I mean, and again and again you know when you're like you've been talking about the risk versus the benefit there's no risk use the cbd oil getting rid of gluten out of your diet there's no risk so uh i i agree with the your premises here dr jerry yeah, and the older I get, the more practice I get, the more conservative I get. I, I just, um, you know, the, the least invasive You're just a young approach. kid. What's that? <laughs> I said you're just a young kid. What old? <laughs> I, I, Thursday I turned 75, Dr. Dan. I don't feel Did it. You? I don't look it. I don't act hey, it. Congratulations. I have you beat. <laughs> okay. Well, the you're thing just is, a kid. Is, 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 <laughs> You know, we we always talk about too. You're you're, you're biologically younger, and, and you sounded, you acted, and you travel great. So, absolutely, uh, it, it yes. is a it's a lifestyle that we're talking about. We do talk about these different subjects, but they are all intertwined. If you really uh, want to dig down, all intertwined into a good 
healthy lifestyle and something we don't talk a lot about, about the mental aspect, you know, uh, not to have a good positive outlook on, on your life and not, not to be depressed. But you know what? People that are depressed have vitamin deficiencies. You know, they are, uh, it, it's more, it is a vitamin deficiency, not an antidepressant deficiency. So, uh, uh, yeah, you know, and the thing is, vitamin, yeah, and if you stay vitamin active, D, I think, uh, which most people don't take enough of or have absolutely. enough of. You know, and, and even and though you, you guys live in the, Florida, you know, just exposing your arms or your back of your neck is not going to give you enough surface area. You really have to take uh, your shirt off and get a good 20-minute exposure to get enough vitamin D for that day. Uh, you're absolutely you know, right. And then you have a... a, a yeah, you have a you have a, a two sided problem here. Where you worried about the skin cancer versus the vitamin D? And, well, just think know. about it, Doctor Dan. The Indians did they have a skin cancer problem? I don't oh, think so. Oh, isn't that amazing? No, it's not amazing. Just think about it. Because we're so toxic today from all the chemicals in our food. When you're out in the sun, <clears throat> you sweat, and when you sweat, the body is bringing the toxins to the outer layer of the skin. There's your skin cancer. The Indians, they smoked. They didn't have lung cancer. Why? Because they didn't have acetate, plastic wrapping their cigarettes. They didn't have ammonia in there to drive the nicotine up into their brain quickly so you get addicted. And they didn't have the sugar and the other chemicals in the tobacco that that are put in there today. And they lived a long time. And they ate meat. And the meat that they ate was buffalo, which is... Also, low in fat is very healthy meat. And they blessed well, they it had... before they killed the animal. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, some, some, uh, I'll just go over these uh, quickly if I, if I could, if I could throw a couple of things in. Um, I did see Dr. Amalo on television last week. He was uh, taking care of one of those cases that got murdered in uh, Sacramento, California. So he was on our show. I just thought I'd bring, bring that up quickly. And I think we should look out for the psychological. How many? How much psychological pain is there, Doctor Jerry? Doctor Plenty. Ron? Plenty. How much that doesn't really exist, but it does exist because you feel it because it's in your mind. Well, you and may not even be aware of it. Out to, to parts yeah. of your body, right? Yeah. I know. Because years I ago. know if I have a pain in one part of my body, and I get it a pain in another part, the the pain in the first part might disappear. Well, my advice to you, Dr. Dan, is you take a mallet and you hit your big toe, the other two (laughs) pains will totally disappear. (laughs) (laughs) The other kind of pain, which uh, we we didn't talk about, was phantom pain. Like if someone loses a limb. Well, you know what's interesting? When it talks to phantom pain, you know, where there's a missing appendage, finger, toe, whatever, the full aura of that appendage is still there and it yep. is super sensitive and that's one of the, the key factors in phantom limb pain that it, it picks up uh, the stimuli and drives it into the nervous system so that's a, that's a major issue because there was a fellow by the name of uh, Mitchell May who was in the head-on collision back in 1972 and long story short he had like 42 broken bones in his feet and oh. he was finally medevaced to, to L.A. because they wanted to amputate his feet. And he said, no, fly me back to where my parents live. Long, he was in the hospital for a year, and he worked with healers. And he put together a wonderful formula called Pure Synergy. It has 60 different herbs and all kinds of good 
you know, wildcrafted uh, grasses and things. And it took him a year, but he healed everything up. And the key is that you have to put in real food to alkalize the body to reduce that sympathetic overdrive, and that's where the pain comes in. So by alkalizing, mm-hmm. it's kind of putting the brakes on your car to slow the body down, and that helps reduce it. Right. It it it, it says that in, in phantom limbs, in upper amputees with upper limb amputees, 82% get phantom pain, and lower yep. amputees, 54%. And then one study found 72 and 67. That's a lot of pain that they really feel, and the limb is not there anymore. Well, sometimes the, they stay the in injections. Yeah, the help, energy you know, pattern. Injections in the area yeah. can help. Yeah, but, but the energy pattern of the missing uh, limb is still there, and that's that's your right? sensory organ. Right, right, and and they really feel it. Oh, absolutely. Well, you can also have psychological pain. I had a a patient who um, uh, he told me he had pain in his shoulder for years, and it turned out that he owned a a large paving company, and one of his men uh, got killed on the project. And he internalized that and and took it upon himself as like he was responsible. Anyway, he was Mm -hmm. down in Naples uh, uh, one summer or winter, rather, and he stumbled across one of these – you know, uh, health centers. And uh, anyway, mm-hmm. they worked on them. And the bottom line is when they got rid of that mental, emotional component, his shoulder pain totally cleared up. So there is there's technology and techniques to, to alleviate the psychological distress to alleviate the pain. Mm-hmm. There's that yeah. emotional freedom technique. And there's another guy, Scott Walker from Encinitas, California. He has a, a neuroemotional technique. Uh, NET and uh, you know this stuff works. It just you have to apply it. What have, what about behavioral therapy? Ever run across that being used in this? You mean like a shock collar? Yeah. A taser. You mean a taser? A taser. Well, they have baby tasers now. Forty-two thousand volts of pure discipline. Well, <laughs> Doctor Dan, let, let, let me just bring you back. I've been out of my pain center for uh, thirteen years, but uh, twenty. Five years ago, I had a psychologist always see every patient that came in. So we had we had orthopedic surgery, neurology, physical therapy, physical medicine, and myself uh, examine these patients because of there's a lot of lot of things to consider, uh, so that you can get to the root of the root of the problem. And and our mm-hmm. psychologist uh, would have group sessions one you know as often as necessary with with these patients and. Uh, Try and get them to think positively, and try and get to a core problem if there was one, you know, a divorce a, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, the, there's no doubt that the psycho, that's like the psychology of of the uh, of pain is important. But you know, just for our audience, I mean, if you if you have, you know if you have chronic pain, don't think you're crazy. Don't go starting on an antidepressant because I know that that you you get depressed. I've seen it my whole life of treating pain patients. Uh, Just because the doctor can't tell you what's wrong with you doesn't mean there's nothing wrong with you. It could be fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome. It might be chronic Lyme disease. Maybe they they just didn't get to the cause. So I don't want you to be uh, discouraged about what you hear today. But there's lots of natural things you can do and you can try and they won't hurt you. 
Uh, and I think that's uh, what Dr. Jerry went through. He went through a list of things that you could try where the benefit way exceeds, exceeds any risk you might be taking. Well, the other interesting thing is uh, if a practitioner is using a kinesiology or uh, autonomic testing or quantum type, there's so many different labels for it. They literally, you can test the emotional point and, and pick up if there's underlying problems uh, in the patient very quickly and then, you know, get them referred to, a, you know, a good source to work out these issues. So you don't have to do expensive testing. Uh, it could be done very quickly. Uh, I, I really you can specialist, you know, find, find a specialist within a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> They're hard to get today, you know. Well, you know, right. there's always the health food stores. They're usually in touch with the practitioners in the local area, and they know what, you know, they're doing. So that's a good source, a referral source, or the Internet, for example, uh, you know, looking up uh, holistic medical doctors, uh, biological dentists, you know, uh, uh, with the, the chiropractic neurology. You know, there's sources out there that you can start looking things up and start interviewing to get to get the right practitioner for you. What do you think about the pharmacies that have these clinics in them now? Well, they, well wait a minute. Before Dr. Jerry answers, what do you think of them? Me? Yeah. I haven't tried them, really. But what do you think of them? What What do I think of them? I don't. I really don't have any idea until I talk to some people, which I haven't had a chance to do yet. The last time I saw one, the first time I saw one was uh, recently. Um and it was at CVS, and I was about to go up to them. And they said, get away from here because this is only for flu cases. This is a couple of months ago. So I went the other way. So I don't know. I have to look into it more. Well, it sounds oh, like they have it, an agenda. Exactly. That's, that's my and the point. the agenda is to push vaccines. Exactly. And, and I don't know if yeah. you guys are aware of it. They're, they they're have these universal vaccines now that they're pushing with synthetic DNA which we don't know mm. what the hell it's going to do to the human body down the mm. line. Well, you read the report that I read, uh, yeah. and that they, they it, it gets into our DNA. DNA. Right, exactly. That is scary. We'll be in time creating a new species. Well, absolutely. And, I mean, it's bad enough that it took 50 years to see the, the deleterious effects of DDT. You know, they, they were touting that as being safe many years ago. But, yeah, this stuff, they're playing around. They're playing God here because yeah. they're putting in alterations to our, our gene pool, which, you know, you're going to destroy a whole generation of people and, and down the line. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. But I think the answer to Dan's question is that, you know, if, if Walmarts or Sears or Kmarts or CVS are, are putting in a physician or some kind of health care, it is definitely A for vaccines because, as we talked about the other, the other week, it only takes six weeks or so for a vaccine to get on the market where it takes, you know, 5, 10, 15 years for a drug to get on the market. That's why these companies love vaccines. So uh, I, I don't think there's any doubt about the the, the uh, business model for uh, offices and pharmacies. Yeah. And plus you can't sue the pharmaceutical company that makes the vaccine. Right. Plus you get money to go uh, spend in the store, 10 or $15 or whatever they give you. Oh, they well, give you get a 20% off, yeah. yeah again, <laughs> yeah. again the, the reason the reason is pretty obvious, Dr. Dan. Yeah. All right, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Like 
this money, is the coming com- to the end of episode two hundred and fifty-two uh, because of different yeah different things going on. Uh, I have been lax in getting uh, Dr. Herzog and and uh, Dr. Kalish, but I'll work on that tomorrow. And uh, Dr. Ron will uh, talk to us next week. Dr. Ron is not only my son, but he's a board-certified chiropractic neurologist. Uh, he's a He's a, a, a diplomat of the American Academy of Pain, Pain Medicine and the American Back Society and uh, has a couple offices down here where, uh, in Florida, in southwest Florida, where he uses a lot of cryo uh, treatment, cryo sauna treatment, where he can get you down to minus 200 and some degrees Fahrenheit. So he'll talk to us about that and, and the results he's having and, and how safe it is. Uh, I just want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, if you to eat your food as your medicine. Otherwise, you have to eat your medicines as your food. Mm. Not good. No. <laughs> For it. Dr. Right. Jerry, I know well, I, 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 already, I already saw yours. <laughs> that's okay. Bas- yeah, basically, uh, two things. One, if you're interested in my book, you can go to icnr.com and order it. It's an e- e-book. It'll help you broaden your your outlook on potential causes for your pain. And but what we're all trying to do, Dr. Dan, Dr. Ron, and myself, is Leonard Nimoy had a wonderful quote. He said, "The miracle is this." He said, "The more we share, the more we have." And the more we put out, let me tell you, I, I'm on a mental high after I do a show because it's just a good feeling to know that we can get information into people's hands that can change their life, and that, that's what it's all about. That's what's important, right? Yeah. Also, well, I I uh, I think I uh, I have to congratulate Villanova for the game last night. We're all from Philadelphia in that area. Okay. So I have to we have to congratulate Villanova and uh, since we the only team the only city that has a Super Bowl and the NCAA championship ever is Philadelphia now. Wow. Plus, we have oh. soft pretzels. <laughs> so, pretzels. So now they are calling us Supernova. <laughs> and I'd also like to say that my wife gave me another degree added to what I have. It's called a PIA. Since we were talking about pain today, you figure it out. A pain in the... Yeah, you know what. <laughs> and then someone well, else said, no, you're a big PIA. What's that mean? I said, they said you're a big PIA. So there you go. <laughs> Supernova Pain Supernova Pain Thank you for your listening to this program I hope you learned something today And uh, Dr. Smith does have a great ebook uh, At ICNR.com You can reach us uh, On Facebook At Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored uh, if you want to email me, it's docron, D-O-C-R-O-N, docronradio at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, if you if you have MyCast uh, on your uh, Alexa uh, device, you can get our, our podcast that way. You can get them on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. There are lots of ways you can you can listen to our program. This one here on pain is 252. Next week, 253 will be on fibromyalgia. And I do thank you for listening. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you on the radio next week. Yeah.
Dr. Ron, and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.